The evil of corruption reaches into every corner of the world. Corruption lies at the heart of the most urgent problems we face. Welcome to Confidential Brief, where Chad Thomas takes you into the stories behind the issues facing our society. Today we're chatting about whistleblowing and the importance thereof. And joining us on air is Matt Ward and Sonica Gerber from the whistleblowing app Zono. Starting with Matt, good afternoon to you, Matt. Good afternoon, Chad. Sonica, good afternoon to you as well. Good afternoon, Chad. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for joining us for this very important conversation. Before we get started, I just want to read something that the president wrote last week in his weekly newsletter. He wrote, the murder of Babita Diakorad, a senior finance official in the Gauteng Health Department, is a stark reminder of the high stakes involved in our collective quest to remove this cancer from our society. While we do not yet know the motive for her murder, she was a key witness in a SIU investigation into the procurement of personal protective equipment in the department. Regardless of the circumstances behind this tragedy, Ms. Diokaran was a hero and a patriot, as were the legions of whistleblowers who had great risk to themselves helped to unearth instances of misdeeds, maladministration, cronyism, and theft. Without their brave and principled interventions, we'd be unable to unmask those committing corruption. Though much focus in recent times has been on whistleblowers in the public sector, we also owe a debt of gratitude to those in the private sector whose actions receive less attention but are equally important. And here the president says something that is so relevant. He says whistleblowers are important guardians of our democracy. They raise the alarm against unethical acts and practices in government and organizations. They speak out in good faith and with a reasonable expectation not only that action will be taken on their disclosures, but that they will be protected and not suffer victimization or prejudice. Matt, that was quite a statement from the president, and it acknowledges the important role that is played by our whistleblowers in South Africa. Tell us a little bit more about the role that the the app that you represent can play in protecting whistleblowers from the tragedy that we saw in this particular case. We at Zono, um, what we are, is we're an independent safeguarding company with a specialist focus on whistleblowing, compliance, and enhanced communication. Um, and what we want to do is we want to be the go-to platform for organizations who want to increase their safeguarding standards and overall communication with the individuals in their care. Now, with what you've just been saying, you know, we know how important it is to give whistleblowers a a voice but also a voice that's safe and protects them and that's what we're that's what our objective at Zona is to do to protect whistleblowers whilst also giving them a voice Sonica you seeing this major event unfold before our very eyes where seven people have been arrested for the planned assassination of a whistleblower brings home the reality of the risk that faces whistleblowers in South Africa do you think that whistleblowers in South Africa are afforded the necessary protection or should there be more measures in place than just the Protected Disclosures Act to protect their identity? And is it now moving more into the digital space that this protection should be afforded? Chad, that's a good question. I think we we are still a bit behind when it comes to protecting whistleblowers. Um, and the reason for that is... Because we haven't provided a safe enough space for them to do that. We haven't provided a space where they are truly anonymous. 
and um, and digital is the way to go. If you think of most of us have a cell phone, um, it's a quick access to an app that we can use. Um, if the app is anonymous, then even better. We know a lot of anonymous or so-called anonymous reporting um, does capture your IP address or does ask you for a an email address or cell phone number. And when people do pick up a phone and they call something in, um, there's a possibility of being overheard. And then there's also no further contact with that person to tell them you've been following up or to see if they are safe. And by providing a digital um, solution, we can provide that for the users. Um, you can just imagine the type of reports that we would get in if people knew that they would be safe and anonymous. We know in South Africa are drug, uh, human trafficking, gangs, and rape rates are extremely high. And people fear for their lives and the lives of their loved ones if they had to whistleblow. And there's so many people who know about guns being smuggled. Um, you know, it's just ridiculous the amount of reports we could be getting in if we provided this safe space. We're chatting to Matt and Sonica today about the importance of protecting whistleblowers. We're going to hear from the advertisers. When we come back, we're going to talk about the insuring of the anonymity of those that want to assist in fighting the scourge of fraud and corruption in South Africa. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Today we're talking about the importance of whistleblowing in South Africa. And as Sonica mentioned before the break, crime in South Africa is at an all-time high. We have some of the highest crime statistics in the world. And she's chatted about the importance of whistleblowing. But there's, of course... The converse side where we see whistleblowers being assassinated, it's quite so important that there be some way that whistleblowers can be protected, not just in terms of legislation, because we've seen that that doesn't work, but in terms of guaranteed anonymity. Matt, in respect of the, the app that your organization offers, how assured is a whistleblower of the fact that their details will be kept private and confidential? With our app, security and anonymity, uh, we're at the top of our priority um, because naturally we want to protect the whistleblower and we want to um, entrust them to come forward. We want to give them belief that they can come forward um, without their details being shared and we didn't want to put them in harm's way. So what we use is multiple encryptions um, for the very little data that we do take. We don't ask um, for any email addresses. Um, you know, all, all that we do is we ask the user to create a, uh, a username that's not linked to them. And what they do is they use an organization code that their organization will give to them. Um, and, and that's it. So... You know, we don't ask them any personal details. And then any data that we do collect via reporting is all automatically encrypted. Now, the only way that you can decrypt that is with a master key, um, which, you know, we keep it in a safe place. To be honest, only Indiana Jones would be able to find it. <laughs> if we look at recent news in South Africa and we look at every single 
virtual fraud conference or corruption conference that has been held this year. One or more of the guests are whistleblowers speaking out about their experiences. In South Africa, we haven't really made that move across to digital. How are we going to be able to convince those out there with information that they need to use a digital platform and that these digital platforms are in fact safe? Chad, this has really been uh, the challenge for us as well. People, I guess to some extent, think they're still afraid of digital to some extent, even though we've been, we've had cell phones for so long and during COVID, we've all become accustomed to Zoom calls, team calls, Skype calls, and it's become our lifestyle. And therefore, it's only natural and safer for us to move over to a digital space. Um, we know that 58% of people are more inclined to report a misconduct if they know that they will remain anonymous. And like Matt said, we don't collect um, any information about the user. In fact, what you would often find with other channels would be email addresses or IP addresses or IMEI numbers being stored. We don't do that. Digitally, we could, but we don't. Um, in order for this to be 100% anonymous. In fact, if you had to use Zono, the mobile app, and send in a report, we would never be able to trace you. Even if the authorities requested it for some political or some legal reason, we would not be able to trace that user for you at all. So, Matt, let's go, let's go back to Zono as an app. This is an internationally available app, and it can be used, if I understand correctly, in the application of any type of business or government department. It, there's no restrictions. It's not, an, it's not something that's just for fraud or just for corruption. It can also be used in companies where perhaps there's theft or intimidation of labor. That's correct, yes. Um, when we created Zono, we wanted to make sure that it, it didn't just fit a specific task as, as such you know uh, there's the old saying um, round peg square hole we, we, we didn't want Zono just to be a standard peg but we wanted it to you know be successful across any industry um, for any reason so what we've done is we've worked with government officials police officers um, to develop the right sort of report so that anybody making a report um, no matter what they're reporting, you know, whether it be fraud, bullying, sexual harassment, uh, so, you know, something more serious. Um, when they create the report, the report will be comprehensive um, and it will be uniform so that when the investigator is Obviously, investigating the report, it's easier and streamlined for them to do because they have the correct information there already. But also, um, the caseworker can go back and forth. So Zona's been designed to be a bit like, you know, your popular messaging apps. You've got WhatsApp, you've got Facebook Messenger and so on. So the, the caseworker and the user can have a back and forth conversation, but the user will still remain anonymous. And that's really important. So what we want to do is build up that level of trust. And when a report gets to a certain level where it needs to go through, say, criminal proceedings, um, then the user may be more inclined to come forward with their name as long as they would, you know, be ensured that they'd be protected. Um, Chad, if I may add that um, 
to what Matt has said. He's 100% correct. And some of the companies that we are approaching are not corporate, but they're actually schools and NGOs. We've also been chatting to community security groups because we find in in Cape Town specifically we have community watchers and there is a lot happening um, in our neighborhoods, whether it is drugs, whether it is theft, break-in, all sorts of safety concerns. And with schools we've seen, we know about bullying and how severe bullying is at the moment. And we've seen during lockdown it's really increased with such a great amount that teachers have been saying children are anxious, um, that they're depressed. And we've in our area recently in the southern suburbs sadly seen a 16-year-old A-grade student um, jump off the bridge at 9 o'clock at night, you know, thinking there's no way out. And therefore we are not just one-dimensional or targeting corporate companies, but we are targeting or helping schools, communities, NGOs. And in fact, at this moment, we are doing our classroom initiative with the schools and the NGOs, and um, we're offering them free trials as well. Communication for me is, is critical about the importance of whistleblowing. For my sins, I'm a complex financial crime investigator, and this year alone, I've had two major financial cases that wouldn't have landed on my desk if it wasn't for whistleblowers and those two particular organizations having a whistleblowing system in place. A lot of organizations don't see the importance thereof. How do you adequately communicate it? Today we have a show, for example, and our listeners listen specifically to the show because they want to know what's happening in the world of fraud and corruption. But how do we get it out there that every single organization in this country has the potential to stop the scourge of crime or to help those who are being bullied or harassed by implementing a whistleblowing system? Well, one way that we know of is um, specifically the EU is rolling out what they call the um, Whistleblowing Act. And you have to be compliant to the whistleblowing directive by the end of this year. So all companies with 250 and more employees need to have some sort of anonymous reporting, um, a way of anonymously reporting any misconduct or happening in, in their workplace, whether that be misconduct, sexual harassment, whatever it may be. And if we would all adopt, adopt the same type of values for our countries and our areas and our cities, and we, if our country would lock down and say, this is what we need, and all companies need to be compliant with that, that would force the companies to look and provide a safe space. Because often we talk about everything. We talk about COVID, we talk about fraud, and we all say, you know, it should change. We should, we, everyone wants to make a difference. But nobody actually takes that step. Nobody actually provides that platform um, because life is busy. Work is busy. There's always something that is more important. And if companies and institutions and entities would sit back and just reflect and realize that by providing taking a few minutes to get to know the system and providing it to the employees or to their staff, it would enrich their lives culturally, but it also provide a way for us to lock down on crime in South Africa and in other countries. Matt, to secure confidence in an app like this, there must have been a lot of R&D that went into this. Give us just a brief summary of, of what 
occurred to get Zona to where it is now? Yeah, um, it was a, it was quite a bit of R and D. Now, fortunately, um, the founders of Zono, we've been colleagues and friends for many years um, with various backgrounds in cybersecurity and software development, for example. Um, so that really, you know, having that experience really helped with the R&D aspect. With, with the R&D aspect, so I, I've just gone blank. You know when you have something in your mind and then... It's it all good. It's no, all good. But, yeah, it's gone. I do apologise. Not at all, Max. You know what? It's it's when when I started the show, there was the there was the silence, and I realised I wasn't getting feedback on my earphones, and I realised I was on mute after telling everybody else to unmute. We are still trying to get used to this new normal, and we've been operating remotely from our studio since March of last year. So it's been a very long time, mm-hmm. and it's 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 great for our, our 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 listeners to understand that we've got. The skeleton staff that are doing such an incredible job. But you know what? It's it's still so difficult to remember when one's live on air, those things. So obviously a lot of R&D went into this. Sonica, when we talk about R&D, it's, it's so critical for those that are, that, that are learned and have a, a higher standard of understanding the cyber and digital world to be able to buy into the concept that this truly is anonymous. And that, to me, is is what's so paramount when it comes to the the reporting of information, especially in light of what we've seen in our own country. That's correct. We um, what we've done with Zono is we've we've thought like like we've said we've we, we're five people that came together and created the application, and we've got different backgrounds. Some of us have been involved with NGOs previously, some with some sort of fraud and investigation, um, and some with a technology, obviously software which is, you know, what we do. And with our backgrounds and with the research we've done, we've realized that there's a gap where there are some sort of reporting mechanisms and online tools out there, but not ones that are anonymous. And with our research and our development, we've come up with Zono and we've created the encryption, um, which would be similar or probably even more secure than your banking apps. We've spoken to teachers, we've spoken to um, HR, we've spoken to compliance companies, and we've gotten their feedback. So we've added a few nifty little extra add-ons for the anonymous reporting where you've got a downloadable uh, PDF report, essentially the report that has come in, and the conversation back and forth from the mobile user and the person monitoring the dashboard will all be printed in in that PDF because we know a lot of companies – when they take a phone call, they need to retype everything that has been reported to them. And that takes up extra amount of work. And a lot of things can go missing. A lot of information can be misinterpreted. And this way, we've got what the reporter said on paper, black and white, and it can be used in the court of law. And um, and obviously, their identity wouldn't be revealed on that at all. We've also added a few things for... Um, cultural enhancements, to put it that way, in the companies where they can send out um, anonymous surveys and get honest feedback, knowing whether your volunteers or your employees are really happy and what they would like to see change, whether, you know, it's hard to speak up with management. Um, Nobody wants to say in front of their boss that they're unhappy. And this way you could give that honest feedback, um, which just helps. And then we've got articles as well which is amazing because companies can 
encourage staff on how to deal with working from home uh, during lockdown. Are you feeling down? Um, is it getting to you? And giving them advice or just, you know, bragging about the their latest development or employee and how great it's been going. And then we also have a, um, to add to that, a broadcast where they can send out a announcement message for free and it's unlimited instead of sending um, SMSs to their staff or instead of um, adding them to WhatsApp groups, which is against our public compliance in South Africa. Some very important information there from Sonica regarding the Zono app. When we come back after the break, we're going to chat a little bit more about um, how Zono can help you and your organization and the importance of whistleblowing. But before we go to Ed, I just want to read some important Rosh Hashanah messages that have come through. Put yourself in line to win a Rosh Hashanah hamper to the value of 2,000 Rand at Nord Pick and Pay Hypermarket. Purchase at least one item on the Rosh Hashanah brochure. Put your slip in the box at the information counter with your name and number on the back. And it could be your name drawn later today. Nord Pick and Pay wishes all their loyal customers a Shana Tava. The Jewish holiday season kicks off tonight. As Chai FM is a Jewish radio station, we do not broadcast on Jewish holy days. So there are a number of days that will be off air during September. Please check our website at chaifeb.com for the days and dates. Chaifeb management and staff wish you a Shana Tava and well over the fast. And of course, Africa Tikkun also wishes its Jewish clients a happy new year and well over the fast. We're going to continue our conversation with Sonica and Matt straight after this. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Today we're chatting about the importance of whistleblowing in both the public and private sector. And helping us to make sense of all of this is Matt Ward and Sonica Gaber from an organization called Zono. In South Africa, we have extensive legislation that protects whistleblowers. You've got the Protective Disclosures Act, the Labor Relations Act, even the Companies Act allows for protection And, of course, to protect our whistleblowers, we have the Protection from Harassment Act as well as the Constitution. Sonica mentioned earlier that there's European legislation that's coming into force that will compel companies in Europe with 250 or more employees to have a reportable whistleblowing function. Now, Matt, you as a European, I don't know if you're still a European or if you were um, in the country that's now um, now removed itself from the Union – you understand the importance <laughs> of this legislation coming into effect. We in South Africa, we've just gone through um, Poppy or Poppia, depending on whether you call it one or the other. And, of course, we've also had to come in line with the European um, privacy um, guidelines and laws. What's the reaction been overseas in respect of, especially in Europe, of course, in respect of this legislation that's coming about where it becomes a must-have, not a nice-to-have? It's a strange reaction to a degree because... They don't have a choice. So they, they've got to, the, the companies and organizations involved have to get on board of it. But to be perfectly honest, you don't really see much negativity. It's only seen as a positive act because if it's a good company, they want to protect their, or good organization, they want to protect their individuals under their care anyway. Um, and I don't believe anybody would ever want the negative PR to say we don't want to protect our, you know, our individuals. So I, I believe the it's been overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, it really has. And it, obviously it's great as well for, you know, individuals in businesses because 
know, we've all worked jobs previously where we've seen something that, you know, we wanted to report, you know, something that wasn't right. But then instead of going, oh, I need to report that, you, you actually think, if I report this, what will happen to me? So we're trying to remove that step um, and just give people, obviously, the voice, the communication platform. So I think it's a really positive step and it's being embraced by companies. So, Sonica, it's an uphill battle for us here in South Africa because we had a culture that we inherited after apartheid where informers were regarded as the enemy. They were called the impimpia. We have this culture now to this very day that people shouldn't speak out because they can be punished for it. And then, of course, we've seen people literally drop dead because they did the right thing and reported information that was relevant to, to crimes being perpetrated. Do you believe that an application such as yours will go a distance in encouraging people and taking away the scourge? And second to that part of the question, do you think government needs to do more in terms of campaigns to let people know the importance of whistleblowing? Oh, definitely. Um, I think the government has a big responsibility here because um quite responsible for our safekeeping if you think of laws and legalization and and when we look at i know in cape town specifically we have um areas here that is just ridden with gang violence we've had friends and colleagues who can't come to work because of the taxi violence gang violence um they fear for their lives and people who are aware of human trafficking and houses who are keeping these young ladies in the area. And some of us are oblivious to it because we think, well, where I live, it doesn't affect me, which is wrong because it affects all of us because this is our country, this is our city, and we all live here. And if one of our friends or colleagues are affected, our companies are affected, um, we are affected, and essentially the country is affected by that. And if government stepped up and there were harsher ways of, of, of taking um, procedures for for these criminal acts, then people will think twice before they do something. Often, sadly, it's not people's beliefs that make them better people, it's our actions. And even with, whether we believe we are good people or whether we believe we're doing something good, um, that's not going to change the way crime takes place in South Africa or in any country. It's us putting our rules, um, having stricter rules that people need to abide to and actually having consequences to what is happening. And therefore, if we have a space where we can tell people you are 100% anonymous and we are protecting you um, if you tell us, because we could prevent. Prevention is better than cure. If we know that there will be a robbery tomorrow, we know we can intervene before somebody gets hurt during that robbery. If we know there are people being shipped off for human trafficking, then it can be intervened before they are shipped off, and those lives can be saved. The more people that are getting, if I can use the word, busted, um, the more people will think twice before they do something. It's like driving down the road and you see a traffic cop, suddenly you grab your seatbelt. Because you know you're being watched and you know you can get a fine. So, Matt, we see in South Africa there's a symbiotic relationship between 
um, organized crime in the private sector and people that have established themselves as organized crime figures within government. And the symbiosis has led to the creation of tenders and the inflation of tenders just to plunder the public purse. It's not as rife as, um, as, 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 well, it's, it's far more rife rather than in other countries. But with your experience, what kind of a turnaround could we anticipate with a rollout of a product such as, as Zono? Do you believe that people will take the initiative and start reporting? I most definitely do believe. I believe that we're already seeing, starting to see the results of, um, yeah, we, actually, let me rephrase that. We, we're going through a change as a planet at the moment, really, you know, as a species. So what was once acceptable, say, 10 years ago, isn't even, isn't acceptable now with different words, different phrases. And I believe with the help of, uh, platforms like social media, um, it's easier to highlight wrongdoings and people are more willing to get involved. So I, I believe the mindset has changed. So people are going to be more forthcoming um, and open-minded to actually whistleblowing, which is just simply fantastic. Um, the only issue then is, you know, you've got the person who's willing to whistleblow. You need to give them the platform to do it, the platform that protects them. Um, and that's obviously where we help. Hope Zono will come in. Well, that's where Zono is coming in already. Sonica, that we're almost at the end of the show, and we've been able to cover so much in respect of whistleblowers and whistleblowers' rights. Let's end the show by letting our listeners know a little bit more about how they can get into contact with Zono so you can explain more in-depth to them on a personal basis why it's important for their organizations to roll out a whistleblowing app. Oh, thank you so much, Chad. We know that... Trying to recover from reputational damage is probably more costly than investing in a tool that will help people speak up. And if companies are not using that, there is the potential, and, and we've seen this with companies, we've seen it with schools, where something has happened, whether fraud, sexual abuse, um, and someone has come out with the story and then it turns out that more and more people eventually speak up about the same person or the same entity where that has happened. And trying to recover from that is very expensive. And one wants to prevent that before that happens. You want to prevent those things from happening. When it happens the first time and you can, within your organization, deal with it, um, put an end to it, you know it's not going to happen the next ten times. The next 10 people won't have to endure whatever that misconduct has been. And so we are encouraging companies to sign up and to give Zono a try. And what we are doing is we're actually offering a free trial at the moment. And if they reference High FM, then we will give them a free trial up to January 2022. Um, something that Matt has brought to our attention is that over December and Christmas time, it's a very difficult time for a lot of people, and people become desperate to commit crime. They come, become desperate for, for finance. People also become sad and, and, and suicidal. So we have extended our free trial till January for companies who feel they want to aid um, their employees in that such way, for companies who also want to make sure that they don't endure in, in, in fraud, and also for schools and entities and NGOs to assist people. 
And so if people go onto www.zono.online, it's Zono with an X, then they can contact us or find out more. And we will be happy to chat to them as well if they contact us on hello at zono.online then um, we will be happy to give them a phone call to set up a demo for them as well. So that's Zona with an X. And if you reference Chai FM, you can have a free trial for your company until January of 2022. Such an important thing to have in place, not just from a whistleblowing perspective, but from a reputational management perspective. Matt Ward, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, John. And Sonica Gerber, who reminded us quite a few times that she lives down in Cape Town. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, Dad, and thank you so much for this opportunity.